Hello and welcome to the first episode of Survivor 45 with the Bitter <laughs> Jurors. <Nope>. 46 <laughs> with the Bitter Jurors. We're keeping that in. <laughs> I'm doing great. Start. I thought really careful. Like I'm not going to mess up the intro. I'm not going to mess it up. 46, 45, which is so good. We don't want to leave it behind. But 46 is looking very promising. Uh, as always, I'm your host. You can't remember numbers. Uh, Christine Palin. And one of them is holding a vote card and one of them is holding a skull card. Time for me to find mm. out. Um, it's Derek Rining and Sam Stanish. Hello. Yes. Drop the 40. You were trying to say drop the 45, right. keep the one, and then bring the 45 <laughs> back. Yeah, oh, that's me. Yes. <laughs> So Season 45, episode 14 was so good. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we could not be alone. We had to find a great guest for our premiere. Um, this is someone we want to have on the pod since she was on the show. Um, we are joined from season 43 by Carla Cruz Godoy. Wow. Thank you. <laughs> what an honor. Finally, yes. I'm on here. <laughs> I think New yeah. Era Legend. Yes. Oh my God, the legend Jalinski. Of course. Yeah, you're basically yes. you're basically on the same tier as Jalinski, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, <laughs> you are one of several. Or <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> are those fighting words? <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's our ultimate goal. Is like we're collecting all the like queer Survivor players, like. Um, I almost called them Thanos stones. What are they called? The little gems that he likes. Infinity uh, stones. Infinity, yeah. <laughs> His little gems. Um, yes. The, I'm very excited that you're here, Carla. And um, yeah, any big thoughts on 46 um, so far? Um, well, I... So I was at the, I went to a Bryson one premiere party. So, you know, mm. that you can't really hear and listen at those yeah. <laughs> I finally watched the episode last night. Um, and I am really freaking excited this season. Mm -hmm. I mean, I have, I mean, yeah, like it's, it was a little, I was like, I'm not watching anymore. Um, but then now I'm like, let's go. The storytelling is really beautiful so far. I mean, we've only had one episode, but already just hearing the different narrators is it's giving like, it's cute. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, uh, you said you stopped watching, but did you skip 44 and 45 or were you just like in and out? Well, I was pretty spoiled for 44. Um, so it was not fun to watch. And then 45, <laughs> I just got really busy with work travel and I was like, I need to prioritize me a little bit more. So I didn't watch kind of like the middle of 45 and then just kind of watch the end. Uh, but it's good to kind of be in a different headspace now. Um, if that makes sense. Absolutely. I feel like Definitely. that's a pattern with survivor players it's like you just you just were out there you don't need to relive that experience through other people's eyes yeah yeah it's it's interesting to to be on the flip side because a lot of people don't talk about just like the impact that being out there has on you like mentally and physically um just it's it's taxing and it's a really it's a, it's a blow to your ego too when you're like on tv depending on where your ego wants to go and what it wants to do right it's like do you want to stay relevant do you want to fight the urge to stay relevant do you not do disappear so it's not a lot not a lot of people talk about it but it's real <laughs> and you can see it you can see it. Mm -hmm. and i imagine it's just these seasons are all so similar too like it's the same places you're doing a lot of the same challenges i forget which numbers they are they're so similar <laughs> like you know and like it's when they change location every season you can at least be like, okay it's like not where i was but also to like literally see the camps you were at and I imagine that's also uh, kind of weird. 
Yeah, yeah. I was uh, looking to see if like the areas, because I'm really bad with the tribe names. So please mm-hmm. forgive me with that. Um, but I forget who was on my tribe or on my island. But I was like, is that where we shat? You know, like I, I wonder how long poop stays in the ground. You know, let <laughs> me surface. Mister just kind of like gives it. <laughs> there were so many things in this episode where they were like, dig underneath this, and so it's like, what if they put that in the wrong place? And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They get an extra little surprise. Yeah, I, so do they, like, that's my curiosity, is, like, do they switch beaches, or is it always these are the four beaches that we're using every single season? Do we know? I think they're the same three, because okay. eventually where we merged was Baca, mm-hmm. um, but what I noticed in 44 was that where we, like, mostly lived and congregated around, it wasn't the same parameters as 44, so it was probably like a different part of the island because there are boundaries. But for 46, I, I don't know about 45, for 46, it looks exactly like where we were sleeping. Where they're sleeping is very similar, probably exactly the same place where we're sleeping. So they probably will, I don't know, depending on, I'll just be able to see it and tell. Um, but there's some trails that I'm like, this is where, you know, we, we you know, use the bathroom for or where I find the idol or where we are well was, things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's always like I, eventually they're going to run out of trees for people to like mark the days on. They're going to be like, which one is ours? That we're, we're <laughs> yeah. Are they still so I don't know. We didn't do it, but we saw everyone else's uh, markings prior to us. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. wild. I, I think um, Hunter was doing it, maybe, yeah. if I remember. Yeah. Um, which, uh, Carla, do you have any early faves so far? Yes. Okay. So before I watched the episode, I had to like Kenzie and Soda, but I've also had just mm-hmm. to be full. Like I know, I know them. Like we've Kiki, mm-hmm. great, love them, love it. Um, then, but watching the show, right? And T- Tiffany's is a standout. I love Tevin. Tevin's narration mm-hmm. and just like his way of being and living and existing is him, right? It's authentic. It's different. Um, I'm here for that. And then um, I'm trying to think. Q, Q's cute. Q's cute. <laughs> um, I want to see more from Q, but I think those. I think I named five already. I think five. I'm good with five. <laughs> That's so. You can name all eighteen if yeah, you I know, right? That's <laughs> so far five from what okay. I've seen. That's fair. Yeah, I. Um, what about you? We did our our cast assessment last week christine sam did anyone change for you i definitely <laughs> like there's one person in particular we were very excited for and i feel like i'm still kind of excited for this person but i mm. oh i guess to just be transparent tim i was like preseason obsessed with tim he seems like so sweet um the beard the one who was like we need to get rid of women <laughs> i'm still standing. I, oh, I, have a, yeah. I have a grandma i have a grandma i know how women yeah operate. i have a grandma so i understand how women think as his, <laughs> as his pr person i will say <laughs> what's the spin he, Give us he the was spin. fully justified he clocked the alliance that was in existence and they were talking about getting a man out and he's a man and they weren't pulling him in and so i you know i think that while he was saying we need to get a girl out, that's simply because that is how the alliance is <laughs> shook down. And he was not using the specter of a women's alliance to inspire fear against of his women. He <laughs> was simply saying the truth. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, that's fair. Yeah, he, I mean, he is definitely giving, I think, personality-wise, in the way we were expecting. It's just, you know, it's always 
it's always tough for us to look past that as as gay people, but we'll try our hardest. Um, I, what was <laughs> Venus's line? I know they're not on the same tribe, but Venus was like, how dare you correctly assess yeah. that I am flirting with people? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like being sneaky. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, yeah, Venus too is someone I'm already very obsessed with, obviously. Yes. You know what? I thought, because Randon was the one that was like, I don't, I don't trust Venus, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I Soda. think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He called her Parp. Um, I was, I don't know why. But maybe it's because I made assumptions just based on how he looked. Um, but I was like, he gives me Jesse vibes, but just mm-hmm. by looking at him. But when I saw him on, on, in the first episode, I was kind of like, oh, shit, like totally not what I was expecting um, mm-hmm. from him. But was it justified? Do you think it was justified what he said? I don't really re- remember, even though it was yesterday. I don't think he was being <laughs> sneaky or like. I think hurt. it's. I, I she feel was like looking it's on the idol. That's what. Yeah, she was I doing. think if the idol thing was happening. So it's like it's. I don't know if justified, but it's like I understand where he's coming from. But I do think it's, it's like part of a pattern that we always clock, which is like young, pretty woman exists. She's Parvati. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, <laughs> which yeah. is yeah, that's like how it's. But it's like she should be allowed to be sneaky because everyone else is being sneaky. It's just like, she's only getting called out on it because she is maybe fits a certain uh, stereotype or yeah. visual stereotype, I guess. Um, when it's like every single other archetype in survivor history has also been shown to be sneaky. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, 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 why is she's a young woman doesn't mean that it's like worse, but it's like an easy thing to like throw out, I guess. Yeah. yeah, there was, um, I like the way that Soda explained it to Venus, where she was mm-hmm. kind of like, he's totally making assumptions based off the way you look. Um, because we told, like y'all were just saying, we totally do that. And I feel like there's only, I don't know, there's probably now like two or three, but for women, it's just, you're either Parv or you're like Sari. Yeah. <laughs> and like, that's it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. There are Aubrey's as well, but I agree with you. <laughs> right, right. The three. The three. <laughs> However many genders. Yes. <laughs> I really love Venus and Soda. Like, they have mm-hmm. a complete energy mm-hmm. mismatch. Like, they are not similar in, like, their vibe at all. And But they are, like, it seems like they're really close, which I really, really like. Yeah. I feel like, to me, so, so Soda is a... Um, is she a special ed teacher or just a teacher? Special ed teacher, yeah. So I feel like she is maybe used to, maybe I'm making assumptions, but just based on like the people I know in my life as someone who's raised by teachers and like ha- my fiance is a teacher, it's like, I feel like Soda is used to dealing with younger women like Venus. I feel like a lot of, uh, like, I don't know. I feel like it's, like you said, maybe the energy mismatch, but I think Soda and Venus to me makes a lot of sense that they would connect. Like, um, because there's, a lot of young women in teaching i would say so yes um so i i I, that feels very natural to me and you know i just love to see it because they're two people i was excited to see on the season so it works out perfectly for me and then since we're talking about the nami tribe i also really like hunter um he was Mm -hmm. very and like he's obviously he's him and jess are both like i'm very introverted that kind of thing um but i think it's very funny that he is like i'm a camp counselor and i don't like the camp like the camp songs. So on my first watch i was like what man like you because i'm all i was also a camp counselor and i was like that's such an important part of camp like that's like my favorite like i love that and so obviously coming at it from more soda's perspective but then i'm thinking back on my experience as a camp counselor and it's like there is always like an introverted curmudgeon male 
camp counselor that all the kids <laughs> love, even though that he's like, like doesn't want to be there. <laughs> so it's it's. Uh, I hope that I hope I just I that was really making me laugh when I was thinking about my experiences with people like those with like people like Hunter. Mm -hmm. um, Go ahead. No, I was just gonna say my very frivolous comment, which is watching with a bunch <laughs> of gay men. As soon as there's like a an attractive man with a beard on the screen, it's like the. <laughs> It's, it's like it's like a construction site, but like the guy's not there. But it's like but the things they say, I'm like, guys, like, please, this is ridiculous. Interesting. <laughs> like, okay. Gay men. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, um, and Soda, if you're hearing this, I'm so sorry. Uh, I totally related with Hunter. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was, I remember turning to my wife and being with that scene happened. I was like, if I were on Soda's tribe, I would have been like, I'm done. Like, I just can't do high energy or like folks who are constantly on. I, I just, and maybe, maybe it was because I was a teacher and those young kids, I was like, sit your ass down, like, <laughs> go outside. I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I relate to Hunter a little bit there, but that's where, you know, that's the whole point of a tribe, right? And the way that they cast people, it's like, they're gonna pick at your buttons and you better adapt or else this game is not cut for you. Mm -hmm. so yeah, I I'll say, I was surprised at how high energy Soda came into the game because <laughs> Soda was fun in her pregame press, obviously, yeah. and, and fun on Twitter. I was just, I expect, did not expect like what we got at the marooning, the yelling, the like, it was, <laughs> it was super fun. But it was, I, I thought she would like that we'd see that energy more in confessional and that she would, but I'm glad she, she's doing it because it's making her tribe more interesting. But that was the big surprise of the episode for me. I expected mm -hmm. her to be a little more like even. Uh, in terms of energy, but she's excited. I can't blame her. <laughs> yeah, and her and Tevin singing, and it's, <laughs> it's constant. Um, and I, I loved like comparing because Siga was like, "We're the vibe tribe, like we're surviving." Like, and Ben is like, "Yeah, we're so fun." And then they cut to uh, the Nami tribe, who are like literally all singing and like making music together, and like really, really creating a vibe. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um yeah the green tribe seems fun um the, uh, the vibe tribe though i'm like curious to know if that's like is that actually how it's gonna play out or are they gonna end up being like the most contentious because i mean we already like have a pretty clear divide in that tribe like we were saying between the women and well the women plus uh not charlie Swifty. charlie yes i want to call him swifty um <laughs> the women plus which his whole confessional cracked me up where he's like i'm so used to being bossed around by women uh, <laughs> so i can deal with this i i kind of love that um so yeah, yeah i'm curious to see how that if they keep the vibe strong or if it's gonna be uh brutal who knows i have a feeling though because i'm looking at the the tribe all right mm. i have a feeling if you come at, at least from my experience, right, I never was like, we, well, I'm also speaking as a woman, but I was never like, we need to get one of the guys out first mm. because I think that they're going to form an alliance. It's clear. Like, it is clear that that's, that, what, that's hap that happens, right? Like, mm -hmm. we kind of mm -hmm. knew off the bat, too, though, as women, we need to get together or else they're going to pick us off. That conversation was had out there. And, um, but then, you know, you think about the dynamics and then things just change. Because, of course, we were also gunning for Geo day, you know, day one. But <laughs> if, see, that's something I would have not told anyone. So I think Tim really messed up. He should have kept it inside his head. 
because now Charlie, he told Charlie, right? Yes, mm-hmm. I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He told Charlie, and I feel like Charlie's definitely going to stick with the women I, from what I feel. And then Ben, mm-hmm. I think, is like, we're just going to go with it and whatever, you know, it's as long as it's not my name, I hope. Um, I, yeah. I don't see, I can't see it going any other way. I agree. Anyway, I th- yeah, sorry. I was, just, um, I was, I guess, going off of what you're saying, I think it was a mistake for Tim to bring that to Charlie because now Charlie, I think his first confessional after that was like, oh, I'm in the middle. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, well, you're in the middle of either a three or a two. So do you want a majority or not is like his dilemma now. Yeah. Um, so I think that's, and obviously that's, I, I think I understand Tim's concerns. Maybe he should have pitched it in a different way. Like, oh, here's other numbers we can use. Not... Mm-hmm. I'm scared of this happening right now. Um, but we'll see how that shakes out. I think it's more complicated because I think that Maria and Tim also have this bond. Like we were showing them bonding over being parents. Mm-hmm. And I think, mm-hmm. and Maria also was like, I really like Ben. So I think that Maria is also like in the middle of the two sides also along with Charlie. And we'll see how that, what happens when we go to tribal. Cause like I, it's so Carla and like, maybe you could speak more on this. Like you get yeah. to the beach and like you form up with the women, even if it's not like we need to get a guy out, it's sort of like you get together. And, but then it feels like with Maria, she gets, she has that. And like the girls are shown aligning about being women, but she also it like, like is shown really connecting on a bunch of other terms with, tim and ben and so it's like i don't i feel like we see we've we've been shown this many times where it's like the girls are like girl power but then they like connect yeah. with other people more kind of like um in my season ellie right ellie mariah <laughs> they were like i love you girl power and then bye mariah <laughs> it just but um maria did say something interesting in the in the episode she said that it felt really good when she one at the journey or whatever, if you call it one, but one, the extra vote, she was like, there was something powerful about, um, I don't know, like standing your ground or whatever she says, but she felt power. Why keep that there? I don't know. Right. But that's interesting because now she sits in the middle. She has an extra vote. She likes what it feels like to be powerful uh, and to sway someone's decision-making. I can see something then pivotal happening because the way you just described it, Sam, like, yeah, she could probably then be like, I don't know. I don't trust. Let me see who else is in that tribe. Is it Mo? <laughs> is it in that tribe? Yeah. Mo or and Jem. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Um, Jim, my winner pick, also. I <laughs> um I I still will stick by that. I think she seems like in a good position. I think having that uh those women as like an option is good. I don't know. Did we see her connecting with the any of the men at all? I don't remember. Um, there's obviously a lot of ground to cover in this episode, so but she probably she had, did. <laughs> she was she was had like a quiet premiere, but like she, yeah. I think that she was one of the people talking to Charlie when they were like girls yeah. with Charlie, but I don't yeah. remember. I think she brought him in or something. I'm not sure, um, but yeah, I I like the way all the women on that tribe are playing. I'm very curious to see. Hopefully, it sticks out, but. Um, I don't know. Tim is so sweet. I would hate to lose him so soon. Our boy. 
All this talk um, of of these alliances, and when we talk about Yanu, mm-hmm. what was going on there? And we, kn- mm-hmm. I mean, we know Survivor is so fast paced these days, but it really struck me in this premiere how, like, day one, so I don't remember who was went up to Jess and was like, "You're not talking enough game." And it's like you, Kenzie. you just got there. Yeah, it was Kenzie. I love Kenzie, but it was like, oh my god, it's just really like striking when we see stuff like that. Like, it's just moved so quickly now. Carla, can you speak to like how yeah. getting there? Like, how quickly do you start talking game? Well, immediately, like honestly, um, if you're Which not, crazy. then it's kind of scary. I remember. Well, the thing is, also, you don't want to be away from the tribe, right? Mm-hmm. But you eventually organically break up because you're like looking for things to build a shelter. But that's where you're, you know, you're like, I, I feel you. Um, there, you know, let's do something. I like your vibe. Blah blah. blah. That's already strategy. Um, now throwing names out. I think we didn't do that until we saw how we performed at challenges. Um, but if you're not talking strategy, it kind of reminds me of the traders, right? Like if you're not mm. giving me anything, then I can't, I don't know if I can work with you because then you're holding your cards too close. Um, so I kind of agree with just, I mean, with Kenzie a little bit, but who knows, who knows if it was day one, what if it was day two and you just don't know the sequence of the days in which things are happening too. Yeah, because that because Kinsey, I think, was talking to Tiffany and they were like, yeah, Jess is giving me nothing. So I feel like that was either later in the day or day two, even like you're saying, like, um, yeah, I was like you said, Christine, I was kind of shocked by that. Um, but it does make sense. I guess it's maybe shocking that Kinsey outright called it like she's not talking strategy. I feel like maybe usually people couch it in the language of she's like not giving me anything or I don't know, think we're connecting, not like she is refusing to like talk game strategy numbers with me um and i guess that's just kind of how this tribe in particular is operating yeah and it's just now like a feature of like how quick the game moves like you have 26 days like you have mm-hmm. to like it makes sense you have to start talking game immediately because you're going to be in tribal in two minutes yeah. um, <laughs> and you're going to be in the merge like so soon like it, it is like it's just different and um mm-hmm. that makes it harder for someone like jess who's like if you have just like an off first day like that like could almost end your game and like i'll be like we can talk about jess love her i hope she mm-hmm. can like get her footing because she's so fun but like you know she just had a rough time and it like really she almost lost the game because of it yeah mm-hmm. i feel bad for her right now mm-hmm. I, yeah i i mean i was proud because it seemed like she got out there and seemed overwhelmed but it was like she socially it felt like at least based on some scenes like there was a scene where she was like joking around with everyone at least that she maybe realized it in the moment and it was like I have to like step my game up and I feel like sometimes we see people get out there realize that they started on the wrong foot and just kind of like shut down um so I'm glad that she uh, was able to turn things around clearly because she didn't get voted out yeah every tribe has one person who's like I'm out of my depths here and like it seems like uh Hunter is doing the best with that where he's still like he and Tevin made an alliance and then Mo on the other tribe is like making the girls thing happen. And then Jess is there who is not sleeping and <laughs> is playing a slower game. Um, and just like really, really I don't I don't know. Yeah, like Christine said, she probably just had like a weird first day and then got off on the wrong foot with people and then felt the momentum of like leaving. And then thankfully Q was there to like save her. Yes. Um <laughs> but I hope that she I hope that all of these people are able to turn it around or at least feel better about their game and i'm glad that jess gets another chance to hopefully do something mm-hmm. yeah. i believe in her. 
though the uh the next time on right like the preview is already like banu's yelling at her oh my god (laughs) banu 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 is chaotic gay energy i'm kind of obsessed with it i'm like i don't know how i would handle that especially the the dichotomy of like be kind on this test (laughs) and like screaming at jess is kind of right <laughs> well he at one point he did flip it inside yeah. out so maybe he doesn't want to be kind anymore <laughs> nick ebb <laughs> i'm um, here for it i love low drama me too it's, as long as it's not me out there <laughs> i will kind of like light that fire a little bit i'll be like yeah like why did he do that why do you look at you like that <laughs> <laughs> <Say something. laughs> well as an alum now you have the power to just like tweet at them be like what's the tea like We're why are you guys yelling? <laughs> Listen, exactly i don't like it when other alums come after like the new ca- you know like when i was mm-hmm. on right and people would like mm-hmm. oh, why the fuck would they do that during mm-hmm. the airing i'd be like you know like don't come at me like yeah. you were in my shoes like i just it feels weird um mm-hmm. when alums do that but now and i don't like to do it i don't like to tweet but i'm like girl tell me what i, I see the little you know what do they call it <laughs> I see the subtweet. What's yeah. going on? <laughs> Let me slide in the I see what you're liking in your Twitter likes. Let's let's right. get talking. I'm sad. Oh God, what a loss Circles is for uh, Survivor <laughs> tweeting. <laughs> so I do want to say it's crazy how um, when we I feel like 44 changed the the, mm-hmm. the social media landscape because mm-hmm. when we were on we were very scared that we couldn't tweet, we couldn't do anything, and they really were like hovering over us but they never said anything 44 went and broke all the rules and was like we're gonna tweet at each other post pictures of each other and i feel like that kind of opened the doors for the rest of the seasons to now engage and post more um which i'm really happy for but now i'm like ooh, i'm gonna be reading into all those tweets sorry (laughs) 44 broke all the rules and continues to break every rule (laughs) (laughs) they are a cast that will not be stopped <laughs> I kind of love it. I mean, we talked about that before, where it's like that just feels more natural. I feel like other reality shows, it's like they want the players out there promoting the show for them. It's yeah. I, I think it's just Survivors has been such an institution for so long. They're just trying to play catch up to other reality shows in a lot of ways. People who were still active players in the game on Traders did interviews about <laughs> the Traders like every single week. Like. <laughs> Phaedra and Parvati were being interviewed by various media outlets like every day to talk about the traitors. I know. It's it's weird. Um, maybe one day Survivor will get there. I don't know. I just think they they love the illusion of they're out there on the island. Yeah. Um, for some reason. Um, yeah. <laughs> so what we talk we have to talk about this every season every premiere savvy and sweat they've changed it again they've tried to make it harder carla what do you think about it i feel let it go let it go we're done listen it is look we did sweat but i did not do that shit (laughs) y'all work it out it's interesting because they obviously made it a lot tougher. They didn't mm-hmm. know it was going to be that tough. I was surprised with how exhausting the sweat was and the savvy was really, I don't think I would have gotten it, but you can't, uh, I look back and I'm like, you can't fault. You can, but you can't Delinsky with wanting to quit because if you think about the conservation of energy, you want to conserve that energy. Like it's, they gave you that for a reason. If I were kind of forced to do sweat they didn't force each other right but i would have been like let's 
you don't need a pot and whatever machete the first day, like starve a little. I can see that. I don't know. Like at this point with them not winning both tribes, like what impact does that have? Maybe it'll have an impact for the rest of the game. And if not, then continue, just don't do it and save your time. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like maybe the solution is if you're like, like you said, Carla, like I want to conserve my energy. I feel like just don't say anything to Q and just like slow down, slow your pace. Mm -hmm. Don't really like worry too much about doing well. Um, I think maybe that's the solution. I think uh, it's just like Jelinski was too convinced. Maybe he really wanted to throw that hourglass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Which like my first thought was they're going to have to like clean that up. Like, the glass. Like, like, <laughs> like there's yeah. lots of glass in a, like a part of the beach where people are going to be walking. Um, so mm -hmm. that's rough. <laughs> um, but I agree. I think it made it made sense logically, like why they would want to quit. I just think like as soon as Q pushes back on that, you should as Jelinski say, okay, then I'm just like I'm gonna slow down, and that's just gonna be the way it is. Yeah, I'm surprised they did try to plug the holes. Was my thing. I was like, mm -hmm. find some kelp, find some something, some mud to just try to plug the holes up. I don't. Or know. your shirt, wrap it yeah. around. Yeah, I, I listened the to the exit press this week, and he said that they were not allowed to do that kind of like they what? they were allowed to use their hands, but they weren't allowed to use like their shirts or like anything like that. that seems, yeah, it's like I as a like production, wouldn't you want to like see the moment of like, oh my gosh, we can plug the holes like them like using like savvy thinking if we're if that's the With dichotomy sweat, of survivors sweater sweat. savvy no savvy. <laughs> um right. yeah so that was confusing yeah now the savvy i i saw gabby tweet about this she said that she was thinking like that would make sense to her and i was like i could see myself maybe getting it if the other letters were not scrambled like if i you saw the word dig i think then your brain would go there but as it is like you said carla i don't think i would ever get that honestly no how long do you know how long both challenges were I thought four hours for sweat. I don't know how much. Several. Several. <laughs> at least several hours. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, I don't. I personally would not be able to do that. Yeah. I don't know if anyone in my tribe would either, but <laughs> um, they stepped it up, though. It's so yeah. different from a usual puzzle. Like, it requires yeah. switching your mind. Like, just thinking, thinking through it, like, not knowing the solution already. If you're looking around to this, like, crossword puzzle or whatever it's called word search for like numbers and then you have to like keep looking at it and realize that the other letters are the like the letters you haven't been focusing on at all are actually spelling out the solution like it i just don't think i would i don't think i would come to that yeah. they had 15 minutes for savvy what that's tough according no. to the survivor wiki yeah it was 15 minutes what <laughs> So Who's you would never get that. I'm sorry. That's like ridiculous. That's like the thing that what was the like unlocking one that they did? Yeah. The ropes like, like up and yeah. down that Emily was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. Every it the savvy and set were one every time 41, 42, 43, 44, and then 45, 46, everyone lost. <laughs> so wow. they like, like fuck you guys. <laughs> and it's just machete and a pot, right? That they're yeah, and they get it after the after yeah. not even after tribal. They get it after immunity challenge, and it's like I know it just feels like, like filling airtime. Yeah, That's, but didn't 
So they both get them, right? Yeah. Because didn't yeah. for 43, like, you had to win? I think... Or was it the Flint? I think maybe... It, it was definitely more unforgiving the first few seasons. Yeah. Like, you definitely had to wait, like, longer to get... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because wasn't one tribe was like going several rounds without anything? I think Bessie didn't have flint, so they couldn't. When they won the fish, they're like, "We can't even make fire, so why would we <laughs> get Some this fish?" Sashimi? I don't know. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know if I think they need to switch it up. Come up with something else to do for like the because obviously i think this is coming from a place of we have to show them doing something in those first hours because i guess we can't just show them i don't know bonding and making strategy we have to show them lugging buckets around um but there's got to be a different way to do this that is more interesting and less formulaic at this point especially it just seems like this time and I don't remember, oh, well, maybe the last time also, but this time especially, it seemed like they just wanted them to not be able to do it. Like, yeah. it, just looking at the the bucket filling and, like, how high they, like, had gotten the water at, like, that point, it just seems like they don't, they didn't want, they wanted the moment of everybody finally, like, losing Savvy versus Sweat or whatever. Um, and it's just like, well, at that point, why are we here? <laughs> if, if it's just going to be, like, an impossible challenge. It's tough. I Jeff wonder if they're going to switch it up at some point. I think we mm -hmm. should, they should switch it up. It is getting redundant. <laughs> um, speaking of redundant journeys, um, <laughs> at least this one was fun. It was so fun seeing Maria is, boss yeah. up and be like, no, try that again, Jelinski. We're going to start over. <laughs> yes. I loved, I loved it. I loved Tevin's uh, approach to it, but I also loved Maria's Listen, this was a little, this was a threat. She gave him a threat. It was an ultimatum, right? Mm -hmm. It was like a, Jelinski, if you're fucking lying to me, I will know you're lying to me and I will make sure that you don't have one person that's mad, but now you have, what'd you say? Six or 12? I don't know what number she is. <laughs> everyone will hate you. I would have, I would have folded too. Cause of what, what do you mean? You're now going to tell everyone just because, yeah. I, oof. It's a t yeah. I mean, I kind of am obsessed with it, even though it is. It's a little unfair to whoever gets the skull. I, but it's like I kind of wish Tevin had gotten it because I think Tevin would have sold it. Um, yeah. Although his truth telling was a little <laughs> suspicious too. I really <laughs> thought that she was gonna not believe it because he was over. He was like over speaking it so much. Where Dilinsky was like just like simple lie, and Tevin is like, I will tell you the truth, and the truth <laughs> is that. I have it. And it's like, you do. <laughs> you like, right. But, he, but like, it seemed like Maria. He can't turn it off. He can't right turn up, it right off. Away. Um, I, I would be bad or not bad, but I feel like I would be such an, I am very intense in these kind of games where it's like, you have to lie about something. I would have been like, I will literally eat glass in front of you, Maria. If I end up having <laughs> the skull, like, <laughs> like, Oh Jesus. Yeah. So, you know, I think, take that um, approach next person who has to do this, be really intense about it and scare the people that you're doing it with. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I think that either way you have to stick with your story. You can't, <laughs> yeah. you can't partway through be like, actually, cause like, and he's like, how, I didn't want to lie and then like burn these people, but it's like, they still already know that your first instinct to them was to lie. And so it's kind of, you just, you it, needed to you, pick it. You did the moment. worst of both worlds like you lost and they found out that you're not trustworthy yeah mm -hmm. that is tough but it also uh, yeah it's just like the skull thing 
it's inherently unfair because it is you are you are going to burn two bridges at once if you successfully do it. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It's not That's like fine. an even risk and reward, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, okay, you know, you yeah, it, it it's interesting. I would have I I don't know how I would have felt about that. Um mm -hmm. but I don't know. I'm glad it isn't an idol though. It's just two extra votes. I wonder what the rules are. Is it only at one tribal that they have the extra vote? You know, like I just want to know what the logistics. I thought it. I thought it was that at the next, at their next tribal, but I that might have just been how they were speaking about it. I can't remember. Okay. Right. Um, yeah, that would be a little more fair. Yeah, idols would be too much. Um, mm -hmm. Did we find? Oh yeah, duh, I was speaking of idols. Tiffany's whole idol. Hunting mm. shenanigans were so fun. <laughs> the crypto quip was my thing. I love that puzzle, and I am so happy that it was on Survivor. Um, I I love that game. Wait, what was what? Where, where there's like this the seek the, the it's in the newspaper all the time. Where like this letter is this letter. This letter is this. Letter. Oh, like and then on Survivor, like they did a whole like secret alphabet. Um, and I love that shit. The alien language. That's yes. what you should call it. <laughs> <laughs> i didn't yeah. know she had that like this equals at, at least i didn't see it in the parchment so when she was like a t a i was like how the hell did she get that yeah yeah well there's no like, she doesn't have a key saying what is what she's just like see it's like you you start figuring it out like if there's a single letter oh. word it's like that's probably a it's I, like why would this parchment be saying i yeah. um and then you like use that to like find out the next ones and then there, if there's an a blank it's like that's probably s or n and then you like keep oh going. smart yeah. okay hey. i would not have known that <laughs> you guys are kenzie and i'm tiffany yeah i was like oh you you're like i don't know what on. the fuck you say but <laughs> Amy Adams and Arrival tease. Like, you're just decoding it all. Okay. <laughs> During that whole segment, first of all, I thought that if I were to get that Brewer advantage, I would shit myself because I was mm. like, I am not running to these rocks looking for a rock to flip over to that. You know, that was a lot for an idol, but good for them. Like, a good uh, twist uh, to it, making it a little bit more difficult. Um, the only thing that really stood out to me, and this is super dumb, but there was a, a drone shot of Ken, of uh, Tiffany running from the point and then back to, you know, go figure out where she dug the thing. And I know for a fact that they had her do that scene a few times. So they had to make a run back and forth, probably just for that drone shot. And I was like, I, I feel bad for her because there's no organic way to catch that. Yeah. Right? I always wondered about the drone stuff. Like they obviously have to, they don't just have drones constantly flying all over. <laughs> that is all terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> like Hunger Games down. Like we're being right. Imagine. <laughs> it's like the big brother, but now it's on the island. So drones over <laughs> seven. I wonder if they maybe to be fair or to keep it fair, like had her doing that during her like confessional time. I don't know. Do people like clock that when they're like, okay, it's your confessional time. So we're like, they're doing that like we're not as suspicious well they take you far enough so that you can't see or hear so i'm guessing that they kept everyone on the opposite side of the camp um because i know that when i found mine they were like we need you to reenact getting it and putting it back mm -hmm. so but i was you know i was like they're like don't worry no one can see you and i'm like all right cool but for that that's different you could hear the drum <laughs> um but that's not so Something like, dramatic is happening over there. I don't know what right? it is. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> um, I mean, yeah, that's cool. What do you think about the, so obviously your idol was more of like social play that you had to go into more than physical. Um, do you prefer one or the other? Or do you like that they switch it up? I like that they, that they switch it up, right? Um, I also like that. I mean, who knows what they have on the other tribes. I'm pretty sure they're very different. The one thing I didn't like, obviously, in my season was they were the same. But it was cool, right? Because once you merge, people talk. Mm -hmm. um, the social, at least for me, was that was my that was my plus. Like, that was my strength. Mm -hmm. um, if it were uh, physical, though, I would probably then recruit the help of someone else. But I wouldn't want to, mm -hmm. which is now interesting, right? Like, it's tough. See, it's tough to share an idol. Like she shared that idol with people. Maria has shared the extra vote. I would not share that information with anyone because you never know how it's going to bite you in the ass. And I'm sure it's going to bite someone in the ass, whether it's Tiffany, whether it's Maria, maybe not because Maria holds power, but an idol is scary to hold, yeah. have other people know about. Mm -hmm. I think, it, I mean, ever, I mean, ever since the knowledge is power thing, it's like, keep it zipped i feel like is should be the the default but i get that it's like you're looking for any reason to like secure an alliance with someone and i think i think kenzie seems like locked in with tiffany anyway so it's like she probably was gonna tell her um but i don't did tiffany tell other people about it q maybe no just kenzie i don't think so just kenzie yeah she Love said she that. wanted to though, right? I feel like she did. She's yeah, like, it was. I couldn't tell who all knew because I obviously Kenzie knew about it, and then they were hiding from Q, but he was with Banu at the time, and then I mm -hmm. I, I was unclear because uh, she definitely said that she was like, it it felt like in her confessional she was like, I'll, I've got to tell my alliance about this, but then I don't think we really saw that happen. Yeah, mm -hmm. Queen of Procrastination. <laughs> she's like i'll do that later yeah it seems like banu is maybe on the outs i can't tell like he seemed to be bonding but then no one talked about him really bonding i felt like that's the strong four there were banu kenzie tiff mm. and q right because then when they went to start because mm. remember in the scene where Jelinski's like i'm very confident and he's like i'm yeah. not gonna go and talk with y'all and then just stayed back and she's like why aren't you out there? I think that was a split. You know, those mm. four are making the decisions, which is really tough. Like, just why are you staying there? You know, like, <laughs> get in there and talk to them. I love that. She's like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, I don't know, girl. You, you go over there. He's lying in the shelter and he's like, it's probably between us because we were on the puzzle. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> Run. Um, I, and yeah, it's, it's so funny because, like, up until the challenge happened, the four were Kenzie, Tiffany, Jelinski, and Q. But then, like, yeah. after the word, suddenly Vanu is, like, swapped out with Jelinski. And I loved their, like, strategic conversation because Kenzie really wants to get out Jess. And Q is, like, we need to keep Jess. And, and Vanu agrees with Q at first. And then Kenzie provides her side. And he's, like maybe we should talk about this what she's saying is very valid she's making a lot of valid points oh my God. <laughs> that was so funny <laughs> you're so valid kinsey um yeah banu just is so funny to me um yeah i'm uh so i guess talking of the challenge i was kind of annoyed that they went through all the trouble of making these massive adorable geckos these stuffed geckos um but then it all came down to a puzzle like what was the point of all of As that. it always does. Yeah, the yeah, great. Why, why are you surprised? I just, <laughs> just think, I, I just felt a little like 
I don't know, like very like the gecko is a star of the challenge. I want the gecko to matter more. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. It's so predictable. Like not the, I mean the what I'm saying, the structure of the challenge, right? Mm -hmm. That we had the same challenge. I think I don't know first episode or second episode, but we had the snake and led to the same challenge. I'm pretty sure that they're the same puzzle. Yeah, but I sat out of it, and I'm glad I did. Because I remember everyone in my cast was like, that was the most draining. That was the hardest challenge we've ever done. Good thing you didn't play it. I don't know. I guess it's the tire people. <laughs> yeah. It would have been interesting if it was flipped, right? If it was yeah. the puzzle first. Mm. And then now you have to drag this thing. I love that. that yeah, so they like always do the puzzles last. So like, what would it mean to do the puzzle first? I don't know. It would just be such a simple way to change things up a bit and see like how much does that impact it. But literally, and, last. and I feel like honestly, the I don't know when they decided that it's like every challenge needs to have, like have multiple components or be like an equalized playing field. It's like some challenges should inherently favor certain aspects. It's like one challenge should be more physical, but the next challenge should be more puzzle, like mental based. Like that feels more. I don't know, fun to watch them every single time. Mm-hmm. Drag something, do a puzzle. <laughs> I agree. And I mean, they clearly like having this like pressure put on these people at the end who are doing the puzzle and they like being like, well, it's your fault because you were messing up the puzzle. But I think it'd be fun if like the end of this challenge was having to bring this gigantic gecko across a finish line or like any anything else. Yes. I always think back of that. I don't know what season it was, but the challenge where they're like in the shallow part of the water and they have to run and essentially catch the other tribe. Oh, yeah. Great challenge. I would have loved to see that wow. or experience that because it's easy, right? But now mm-hmm. you're just, you're really wearing yourselves out. But puzzles, mm-hmm. puzzles. Yeah, I think they did that recently on Australian Survivor. But um, yeah, they've done it maybe twice, I think, in US Survivor. But it's so fun every time they do it. I bring back all these cool old challenges. I, I think we're all a little tired of the like jungle gym into um jigsaw mm-hmm. puzzle moment you know <laughs> they haven't done it on u.s survivor since caramoan they did it palau cook islands gabon caramoan wow what oh. a collection wow <laughs> it's, it's a recipe for greatness is what i'm hearing <laughs> they've done it a lot in Kulanta in france oh <laughs> a lot on australian okay. survivor and they did do it on survivor quebec oh oh which fun story. I sorry, I met some people from Survivor Quebec and they were telling me that they um the winner gets like what a hundred thousand? Zero. There for like forty something days. Second place yeah, gets zero dollars. Zero dollars. Everyone else, zero. I was like, how do you pay your bills? Yeah, what? Who is, is that just who is that who is that Rice and Win again? From... Oh, I don't remember their names, but it was three I think men. That... I know the first boot Martin was there, which is really funny. The like older guy. Okay, okay, okay. He's been like doing the event circuit. I love, I love this like older Period. guy who was voted out of Survivor <laughs> Quebec. Like, one of get them it going said, to person win. He was ninth. I don't know. Oh, was. oh, was that um? Oh, what's his I'm, name? I, I think that was Joel. Yes. I like uh, <laughs> Christine. Christine You're so here is forever Quebec correspondent. <laughs> yeah, with a Q. Yeah, sure. He's cool. But um, yeah, we had the uh, Nico who won on the podcast. Yes. He was Nico was fun. so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, queer legend yes. slaying Quebec. Slaying <laughs> Quebec. Is there a reality star you've met from somewhere not on Survivor that you would want to see on Survivor? 
that I would want to see on Survivor. Yeah, that like the best person you think would be like amazing to see on the show. Oh shit. Um blah. I don't know if I've met many people. Non-survivors. Yeah, that are not survivors. Um, I mean, I really it, is he such an easy answer because it is a love survivor mm-hmm. and it's always around is he, is, is he? Um let me think about that. Let me think sure, about yeah. that. I feel really like time. I feel like they need to have Izzy on at this point, right? I hope so. That would mm-hmm. be really cool. It just feels correct. Um they can throw I've them been on. on amazing race with Sari. Yes, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> That'd be really good. Good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um so uh let's see. Uh anything else fun happened before we get to I'm trying to remember the scramble. Dude, was anything kooky happen? I mean, obviously we had the scene where Jess and Jelinski was like really like, yeah, we are in trouble, Jess. And Jess was mm-hmm. like, please don't do that. Like, um, I liked that. I like I feel like we saw maybe more because obviously it was ended up being a, a unanimous Jelinski vote. Um mm-hmm. I feel like Jess did maybe a little more than we saw, or maybe I'm sure there was a conversation with the four where they were like, it's Jelinski, like period. Like I, we have to keep Jess. Um and obviously that's because they want to keep the tension up. But it was just, I was kind of shocked. I was kind of expecting Jess to go, honestly. Same. Q seems like he's the person in charge. And it seemed like since Q mm-hmm. was the, Q was really the only person we saw fully on Jess's side, like laying down the law. He's like, we cannot work with Jelinski. It's like not happening, even though he like might help in challenges. Like we can't trust him to do anything is basically what he was saying. And so I yeah I'd like to I but even just from what Jelinski said in the exit like it's not like he was saying much about what Jess was up to in that time mm. or anything like that so I don't know it might have just been the like those other people deciding between these two yeah um, I'm sure Jess was, I'm not saying that Jess didn't do anything of course yeah stop diminishing Jess's impact <laughs> on the game I really don't like that um. Yeah, Tribal was cute. I feel like all the, it was just centered around the whether they want to keep Jelinski or not. I feel like they're kind of trying to snow him a little, like just in case there was an idol. But it's like no one really expressed ever like a fear of him even having anything. Which yeah. is fair because he admitted that he just gave up <laughs> the journey. So <laughs> Tribal, yeah, was so interesting. I think now that I'm okay. So sorry, I was trying to there's one no one or two things that I want to go back to after yeah. Tribal. One is um uh remind me about fire. Um, okay. <laughs> fire and soda. Oh yeah, soda <laughs> made fire. That was amazing. Yes. Yes. Wait, oh wait, there were the only two with Flint, right? Or she was the only tribe with Flint? Yes, they had them. She was because she talked about magnesium or something. Yeah. Good. Only because I wondered, I was like, why do they highlight that if other tribes could have made fire too? But I guess this was the only tribe that made fire. Mm-hmm. Do we pick the up wheels on are that? turning? Who knows? You know, like <laughs> I don't know. I always pick yeah. things up like that, right? Like, all right, is this a I don't know? Because with 44, it was pretty obvious. I don't yeah. know at times. Um, but yes. okay, aside from yeah. that, <laughs> Bible. Jelinski, first of all, you don't tell people <laughs> that you give up, right? Like that's given the way that he was trying to lie and gaslight everyone and gaslight. Jeff and Jeff was like, well, wait, bro, like you're not telling you the right story. Um, is one super untrusty, like a untru- wait, yeah, untrusting, untrustworthy, untrustworthy. Yeah, 
Um, but then Jess, also, if you are like not clear, do not tell people you can't think straight or that. <laughs> I would have just been like, I, I'm good. I'm just tired, you know, or not even that. Like I'm taking it all in, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I feel like I don't feel good about Jess for next week. Just Mm-mm. because this week we were given a lot of her doubting herself, telling people she's doubting herself, telling Jeff that she's doubting her abilities. And that's the only way they're going to see it from now on, I think. Yeah. I, I think it's people to start lying to Jeff. You, yeah. you don't have to just lie. Like, well, I think that's why he didn't really like our season because we liked him <laughs> the entire time at Bowl, and he would get upset. He'd be like, so what's going on here? Like, what are you trying to? What yeah, he would he was get frustrated because he knows the tea, all the producers know yeah. the tea. Mm-hmm. Like, we weren't gonna tell him the tea at tribal. I'm like in front of everybody, why would you? Yeah, yeah. he's so upset good. his interrogation books aren't working on you. Yeah, watching like, <laughs> criminal investigations. Um Jess's defense of herself was interesting. I <laughs> but like troubling to me if I like thinking about it, if I were one of the other people in the tribe, because she was like, Yeah, I've been awkward in like our group interactions, but I really feel like I'm connecting with people one-on-one so well or something like that. Yeah. And it's that like is a scary thing to say. <laughs> right. Cause it's like it doesn't seem like other people really feel that way. And so if everyone else is like, Oh, I don't feel like I'm connecting with Jess one-on-one, who's she connecting with one-on-one? Not me. So I'm like un- I'm now I'm like not working with her at all like that kind of thing and so it's just like i feel like she's she was in a really hard position but i don't think she said the right stuff yeah i think just did a good job of like going after jelinski in a way that was she did a good job to like on the offense of jelinski being like i'm trying i didn't give up i'm trying like we are not the same but she did a bad job at defending herself i think so it was like it's long term i don't know how that's gonna work out for her now that jelinski's gone my favorite part of Tribal, I think, was when Jelinski was like, yeah, me and Jess are in the same boat. And Jeff was like, Jess, he's really trying to get you in his boat. <laughs> <laughs> Even Jeff was like, girl, don't let him do that to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think when at the viewing party, I was at the sort of like, oh, when Jess like was like, sorry, I can't like form sentences right now. I was like, girl, you are fighting for your life, please. Yes. It was, it's rough. I hope she turns it around. I'm scared. I'm scared Banu is yelling at her already. I don't know what's mm-hmm. happening. <laughs> oh, it's worrisome. But I'm glad she survived. Love that for her. Yeah, yeah. And I'm glad that a, a guy went home. Well, yeah. last season, well, no. Who was Hannah quit, right? But Hannah, like, when she after. sacrificed herself. She was mother. Yeah. Yes, she sacrificed herself. <laughs> and then our, what, our boy Brandon. Yeah, our... our our beloved, our king, Mr. Donlin. Yeah. Um, yes. Well, I, I mean, this is complete flip from talking about the tribal. I just didn't want to mm. get to the end of the episode without talking about it. But day one, marooning. No one has been allowed to speak yet. Jeff says already there is one of you who cannot win this game. Um, just based on the personality you have, you like there is at least one, maybe two people who like will be the goats. Carla, do you think that Survivor works that way? Okay, pause. I did. He said that shit. He was yeah, like, he was. He's like, what if you you're not winning because you're all, like you have a bad personality. No one will like you. Is basically, <laughs> yeah. What he said. Um. Yeah. So I think. Weird. It was weird. I think that is true. Like, there's gonna be someone that you know. You're like. You just have to drag someone to the end 
that, you know, will never win. And you kind of suss them out as soon as like merge kind of hits. Well, at least it was early for us. Um, but you know, it's, yeah, that's the truth. You want to duke it out. I personally wanted to duke it out with people that I could duke it out with. Um, it depends though, too, right? Like if you have strong enough agency where you can decide who gets to the final three, um, and one of them is a goat. Great. If you make it by the grace of God and you have three strong contenders. Wow. Just, I don't, maybe, maybe it's not true then for Jeff, but lately it has. It's a lot to say to people. Yeah. It's a, it's like very weird for him as the host. Just like, I don't know. It's a very weird note to start on. And I don't know if they're like, you know, we're not going to really show Matt chat this time because people keep like using that to predict who's gonna win so like how about we just have you do this crazy monologue about how someone sucks um it was just like a very weird note to start the game on and it's like okay let's do the challenge like (laughs) (laughs) yeah one of you is fundamentally just like not likable by anyone so let's go but like i don't even think that that's necessarily true about like every it's not like every season begins and the 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 person who can't win is already determined just based on mm. personality like i really man maybe this is an incorrect read of the game of survivor mm. but like so much happens over the course of the game that changes people's winning contender rankings or whatever mm-hmm. or like jury threat whatever uh and i i mean yeah probably by merge that person has been determined or like a couple days into the merge once everyone has met everyone and a lot of game has already happened and opinions have been formed but i don't think that if you got 18 people in a room every single time they played a game like the person who can't win is the same um maybe based on casting and like choosing the most out there personalities that might be swayed a little bit but i just think that it's not necessarily true at the very 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 beginning yeah it's a little fatalistic too (laughs) to be like yeah, one of you will lose. But I and I, I guess to draw the parallel to 43, where it's like the the three people at the end like chose each other because they knew, like, okay, we are the three that like if any of us want a chance to win, mm-hmm. like this is the three that it's gonna have to be. Maybe that's what Jeff is trying to get them to think about things in that framework of like, I need to find that person and I'm gonna make sure it's not me who's the one who won't get votes at the end. Mm-hmm. But it's like why I it's a weird thing to start the season on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a speech for like final eight, if anything. Yeah. <laughs> like you guys need to figure that out. Not like, okay, 18 of you, figure out which one of you you hate the most. Okay. For real. <laughs> Let's start hating early on. <laughs> Jeff is messy right now. He's trying to get them to think and like shift things up, but I don't it, but I don't think it's more like you need to say it and frame it as like only three people get to the end not like because if someone believes that they already can't win if they're like well that's me i'm the person that he's talking about i <laughs> yeah. have lost it's like you're not going to try to you might not try to switch it up if you're like it doesn't matter who i get to the end with i'm just going to try to get to the end and that's like keeping things the same um yeah. rather than making a chaotic move and it's you have to be like there's three people at the end if you're in a four person alliance like you need to figure that out and make sure that you're there at the end, not be like, if you can't lose, you can't lose. I mean, if you can't win, you can't win. So just like do your best. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting. I think that they, they definitely, I mean, for example, like I, um, there was an interview during our season 
when Jeff kind of like mentioned me and he said that he was shocked by the way that I was playing the game early on pre-merge um, because he thought that I was going to like just once the gates were open, I would just like run out of there. And I don't know if he meant cause drama or like just be more aggressive um, because my interviews and I feel like the archetype that I am, I am pretty like go getter. I'm a leader. Like I have to be front and center. Um, but they didn't expect me to adapt and be like, no, I can't be this loud person uh, that I usually am. But so I think that they were expecting me to uh, peak at a uh, pre-merge, um, which I kind of did in a way. Uh, but then it was like, you have to really adapt and learn your game. So I wonder if by him, by, by him saying that, like we mentioned, he kind of has a clue of who, of where the, the tension is going to be. If there's going to be drama, he did mention that there will be some kind of shit go down the season, which is great. I need shit to go down the season. Um, but it could always change. It's adaptable. Yeah. It's an adaptable game. Mm-hmm. My favorite thing to come out of, of us, we post that clip on Twitter. My favorite quote retreat I should have seen or like noted who said it, but someone was like, my messy ass would have looked at someone else and said, he's talking about you. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, where well, what? Like when he was like, when Jeff was doing the whole, like, one of you will not win. Someone on Twitter was like, I would have looked at someone just said, he's talking about you right now. (laughs) Did you see, we did have some trash talk cut out of the episode. What? It was after the marooning challenge. Um, I think it was like. Like a deleted scene. uh, yeah, no, they didn't. Well, like Mike, because Mike Bloom was there for oh, okay. rooting, and he said apparently, I think it was Soda and Tiffany. Like Tiffany, like Soda was like, or Tiffany was like, oh well, we can make, we don't need um, Flint, we can make it ourselves. And Soda said something I don't really know. Oh, gl- good luck with this weather. And then they kind of had like a back and forth. And then Soda said, I used to be a garbage woman. I like used to take out trash like you to oh, Tiffany. Oh my god. Soda. <laughs> like, I, like I can't believe they cut that out. I know Jeff's obsessed with making the show like not have villains. Hit friendly, yeah. <laughs> friendly, but that was like probably that sounds like the funniest thing that would have happened on server at oh, a marooning in a very long time. Let me see if I can find the Mike Blue tweet, but it was something to that effect where like so like called yes. soda Ooh, and then soda called her trash. Maybe I mean, it's too close to what happened last season where Emily was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bruce. Like Bruce. <laughs> um, yeah, I, at this point, we just need to start the season with a reading challenge. I feel like that's the energy mm-hmm. people are going in with. So <laughs> let's do the it. Library is open, y'all. <laughs> how amazing would that be? I wish that like people weren't too, and I don't know how many people play, you know, conservatively because they're afraid of their image being blown up. Um, it's a real thing, right? Like you don't want your image to be tarnished on social media or just in general with an edit. Mm-hmm. But if we were, I say that, I say that like if I were to ever play, if, if survive, if I could play Survivor forever and it was never aired, like I would totally do that. Like that would be my mm-hmm. living, live out in Fiji for the rest of my life. Um, but because of that, right? Like there are some constraints. I just wish that people could go in knowing that like you can be bad. Like you, if you want to go out there and light the island on fire, do it. But people hold back. I held back. I just wish it wasn't like that. Well, yeah, it's just like, that's how you win the game. It's like, if you burn the island down, you probably won't win. So it's like, Jeff, you can't have both. You can't have your cake and eat it too. Like expect people to like prioritize gaming, but also be Mm -hmm. dramatic. Cause usually they don't go together. Jeffrey. 
or maybe that's what he's saying. Like, <clears throat> one of you can't win. So, so be as, have a, yeah, be as fun as you have can. Have a blast. <laughs> Just have fun. Start screaming there. at people because they already hate you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. Could be. I mean, he is a Scorpio like Rue. So, like I always say, they are they're both chaotic in that way. Um, yeah. Any other thoughts on the episode proper? Thoughts, um, thoughts, thoughts. Okay. So aside from, um, I, I mentioned it a little earlier, Tevin's, uh, monologue mm. at the beginning, Great. interesting take, never seen it happen before. Um, also Tevin had the most confessionals, but he's mm. just a great storyteller anyway. Um, love the charisma, love the personality. It'll be interesting to see what we, I don't know if who Venus was directing her confessional to, or when mm -hmm. she was saying, I forget what it was about like, all right, I'm tired. Or I think she was speaking to someone like I'm tired now, like leave me alone basically. <laughs> because hopefully that brings some like, oh, people are, you know, starting to get a little catty out here. Mm -hmm. um, aside from that though, no, uh, Kenzie, I think has a lot of, social power right now yeah. in her tribe, especially her giving, you know, the backdrop um, of her being a salon owner, um, hairstylist. So we know that she has that in her. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's it. That's all. Yeah, honestly, that's a great profession to go on to Survivor with. It's like, you know how to talk to people, you know how to yap away, but you also know, you can read energies. It's like, you can tell mm -hmm. probably when someone doesn't want to talk. So... I think Kinsey's very well set up. Excited to see her play. Always was, but you know, now having seen her on the show, I'm ready. Uh, yes, Tim definitely does seem like the lead. I mean, or so far yeah. of the premiere, even though his tribe didn't go to tribal. Like he, even if, I mean, I didn't know he had the highest confessional kind or whatever. But like, even from the trailer for from the end of last season, like he was just so clearly like this like huge charismatic personality. I feel like all of his pregame interviews were so interesting and just like he just draws you in so well. And just after the first episode too, it's like this guy rules. I'm so glad that he's on Survivor. Yeah. We love it. <laughs> More gay people. I'm always we're always saying <laughs> we need the fully gay survivor moment. It's make it happen. We do. <laughs> like it would be the most dramatic season ever, and it would be so fun. Oh wow. It would be amazing. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, okay, last thing for me, yeah. when Maria got in the boat to go to the journey i think it was ben was like flock of seagulls and then they all went oh, <laughs> oh my god I love. <laughs> I love that yeah christine and he um ben was the one that like is like music yeah related. he played in the band gorilla toss for yes. like a second and they owned a record label that like it put out like i think or some mannequin pussy stuff um, oh, oh, asked, um, um what's up Oh, sorry. I was, I was, oh, I thought you were going to name it. <laughs> well, I was going to say um, uh, an artist I love, Vagabond, also I think knows him. Um, but anyway, what were you saying? <laughs> oh, yeah, no. And no, I, I he was someone preseason. I was like, he's either going to be really annoying or I'm going to be on board. I'm on board. It's yeah. fun. I've always been like, I'm really excited for seeing more like creative professions on Survivor because it's beyond like actor and model. <laughs> we mm -hmm. haven't always had like a lot of like, musicians and especially someone who like comes from like kind of like rock DIY. That was really cool to see. I asked mm -hmm. our friend of the pod, Audrey, I was like, do you know this guy? And they've played with Gorilla Toss, but it was before. Um, 
his time. So unfortunately, no connection, uh, immediate connection can be made, but I am I am rooting. Yes. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I love Jim's like, we're Rocky. Like I loved her trying to like match the vibe of whatever Ben was giving. Jim is so funny to me. She just seems like a normal person <laughs> out here with these Looney Tunes, which I love. <laughs> what um, else? We didn't really cover Mo and Liz. Yeah. I feel when bad they... for Liz. Was Liz the one who was like, I'm allergic to everything? <laughs> oh, yes. That was rough. I felt bad for her. And then they were like, sorry for being happy that we're eating coconut in front of you. <laughs> I didn't know you could be allergic to chicken. That was something someone I was live texting with was like, I didn't know that was possible. So like, yeah, I don't think I've ever like met anyone. I believe it, but I was like, I'm like curious if it's allergic to chicken. Like, what is that? Like, what I guess like enzyme are you reacting to? Is my question. I'm sure there's something to like, mm. but I'm just like, I don't know. We're all allergic to salmonella, so I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> She's like i'm curious yeah i feel bad but i'm i hope she gets some sustenance soon because that sucks <laughs> if she doesn't i'm sure she'll be able to get some food for herself with her billions of dollars outside of the game yeah that <laughs> was a lot we or whatever about that where she's like yeah i had like have owned and sold several companies <laughs> right <laughs> like oh hey <laughs> well i'm not here for money <laughs> that was a lot um interesting instinct yeah, Mo. I did like yeah. I did like in the coconut scene where they were like, "Sorry, we're eating this," and she's like, "One thing you have to know about me is you never have to apologize for being yourself." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so cute. She's so funny. Yeah, Mo. I seemed I was kind of shocked because I think Mo was someone we were like not sure of preseason. She seems a lot more timid than I thought. Yes. Like she seemed very closed. I mean, and I think that happens sometimes with people. Like you get out there and you kind of clam up, and she just seemed very i don't know it seems like she was maybe trying not to have a panic attack um mm -hmm. which relatable um and i i hope she finds her footing soon because she seems like she's well connected at this point yeah maybe it's like the first day jitters um yeah that i think we all get right because we're like i don't know where i fit and i'm scared mm -hmm. and my anxiety blah 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 but then eventually hopefully you break out of it um and let's hope that's what happens with mo a lot of introverts this season. Maybe mm -hmm. there's hope for me yet. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, well, who would we want to see go to Tribal next week? I think for me, I would love to see what the breakdown of the votes is at the NAMI Tribe next. Mm. Yes. I agree. Yeah, definitely don't want to see. A I, it's way more fun, obviously, to see all the tribes go, at least once pre-merge. Um, I want to see how Green Tribe breaks down. Um because I feel like things seem a little nebulous there. We've got two solid pairs. And then, like we said, Maria and Charlie kind of could go either way. Um, so I think that would be a lot of fun to watch play out. Yes. And then both tribes have extra votes. Yes. So that could be really interesting, too. Um, so, yeah, either or. I just Like I said, I think it's it could be fun to have disaster tribes, but not every season. And I just want to see what the dynamics are. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we get way. I feel like it's more usual to get better seasons out of even tribes or whatever. We'll we'll, we'll see. Slay. Yeah. Anything Slay. else before we plug and talk a little bit about Edric? I'm good to go. I'm good. Yeah. Carla, where can people find you online? Out there, what are you trying to direct our 
incredibly gigantic audience too. <laughs> um, well, the usual social media, right? Like Instagram, um, yes, queer. I think on Twitter or X, I'm uh, Carla Cruz Godoy. And then if you care, LinkedIn. <laughs> um, I also work for Big Picture Learning. It is an ed nonprofit. And um, we do a lot of really, really cool work um, around like student-centered learning and uh, leadership development. So if you're an educator, look us up. Um, we do a lot of events around the country. And just a random plug, donate to Planned Parenthood. But aside from that, <laughs> that's where I'm at. Slay. <laughs> always a good plug um sam what about you where can the people find me instagram at sam stanish obviously follow bitterger's pod obviously talking about buffy the vampire slayer with my boyfriend (laughs) at buffy boyfriends uh if you are in the new york area definitely come to crystal lake for survivor watch parties we're there every single week doors at seven show at eight um you know the the line the lineup gets longer and longer for 7, 7 p.m. So, you know, I'm not going to say when to arrive, but, you know, if you want a seat, tr- try to get there. <laughs> um, and meeting. Oh, well, go follow us on Patreon also. Yeah, that too. Um, Christine, what about you? You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the XTN Files. You can read my writing on Inside Survivor. Gia Worthy and I will be back doing our weekly column, kind of wrapping up the what happened on the episode given our thoughts uh i think that's it <laughs> yeah follow i mean bitter on patreon shadow play gates exists um, yes. yeah me and christine's gay anime podcast which maybe one day we'll revive who knows musicals mm-hmm. musicals we need we'll to do, do we have to do the musicals we'll do the musicals um, we got like a gun to your head in my head because we never schedule <laughs> i know we're we're silly like that um well uh you follow me at rain jerks on twitter um what else oh um if you're in chicago uh andersonville area i just went to the first inaugural uh hopefully of many uh watch parties at the raven room in andersonville hosted by um my friend will slash uh shut up the the drag queen uh who will you know be there with jeff probst every week uh, aka we have a new drag king coming i think every week to be jeff probst and pictures with um, uh so it was a lot of fun i i'm very excited to see where that goes and i'm so happy uh that will got that set up because it's something i feel like chicago has needed for a while um so yeah if you're in the area come through i'll be there with my friends so yeah Speaking of watch parties, I once attended one hosted by Carla and had to leave very quickly because there were one million people in the room. Oh. Um, and I was like, I was. We got to the first commercial break and we were just like, "Let's leave." <laughs> was it that? It was during the that one place. I forget where, but the last gas bus episode. Yeah. Or yeah. I think yeah. It was it was really crowded. Oh my god! It was too was much. It- was it like an impromptu thing? It was. And Hi helped me promote it, obviously, because we couldn't promote. Um, did not expect that to happen. Well, you, <laughs> you asked the chattiest, most online gay guy ever to promote <laughs> something for you. So I don't know what you expected. I know. It was perfect, though. <laughs> we threw another party in D.C. It was ran- during my season, two, And this was like a three-story bar. Yeah, three-floor bar. Um, yeah. Hat. And the I know the the owner and he was like I was not prepared for this and I was like I wasn't either, 
But yeah. this is also to say, so I've always wanted to go. It's the Crystal Lake, right? Yeah. I've always wanted to go. I'm going to try to make it go or try to make it happen this season. Um, so I'll connect with you. Yeah, but... just message me and we'll we'll reserve you seats and everything. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, I don't know why this just came to mind, but I'm trying to think of, I think Bryce and I were talking about trying to do like a queer event, maybe in New York uh, for Pride Month. I have to text them, but thinking about it. So I don't know why I'm saying it now because nothing's in fruition, but maybe this will pressure me to do it. Yes. Anyway, that's so, so great. Yes. Yeah. Of course. Okay. We'll think. Yes. Shall we talk? Ajik, are you down to gab with real the girls? quick? Or It'll like... be like less than yeah. 10 minutes. Okay. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, I guess quick and dirty thoughts for me. Um, obviously I feel really good about Tevin. I, I think I was expecting okay. Tevin obviously to be a big character, but I think we know his strategy already. We know he's really well connected. Um, so I think that aspect of Tevin's edit so far is exciting to me. Obviously, I don't know if they would show, like give him that huge monologue at the beginning because they don't usually like to show their cards that much, but it's like, how do you not show that? Honestly, like, so I, I don't know. I feel really good about Tevin. I feel really good about Maria, which I'm surprised about. She would be mm-hmm. our first over 40 woman winner since Denise, I think, right? Yeah. Um, And yeah. so I think this is a great edit for her if she does win. Like, I would be, I, I guess I would want them to mention her age if she does win, because that would be a big deal. But um, I feel like those two, to me, were who stood out the most. And Kenzie, I think, just because of her power position on purple. Yeah, those were my like general thoughts that I literally I'm... just wrote down. Um, as you were talking about Tevin a little bit, the one thing I do mm-hmm. while I see there's a lot of promise, period, regardless, right? But mm-hmm. now I wonder if he there's going to be just this big moment because his personality is mm-hmm. like you either you, you rock with him or you don't. I don't yeah. think there's a lot of middle ground. I have a feeling once if tevin gets to merge or not even before then but i feel like personality clashes are going to happen and i feel like tevin is going to be at the center of it um yeah i don't know just the way he describes himself or himself and like who he is but he's going to be big that's it yeah definitely i I mean the closest thing the closest thing we have in recent memory to his opening confessional is carolyn's opening confessional it's like obviously she was like the protagonist or like one of the leads of the show and a huge character didn't end up winning. But like, I think that we're being told to like really pay attention to him. Mm-hmm. And I think he had a great premiere, but I don't know that I necessarily think he'll win. Same. Right. Yeah. Like he's obviously a main character um, and like a main narrator. I, I, I wasn't necessarily walking away from this episode. Like comes when I feel like, I mean, Hunter had a really great premiere that like, I can't ignore. Um, True. If the, I feel yeah. like if there's a man I feel really good about, it's Hunter. Um, and but I also like also Maria had a great premiere. Mm-hmm. Again, we talked about like some of it was circumstantial. Like she was in in that journey and she did really well in the journey. So she's gonna look really good. Um, and then I'm also of course looking at like some of the more quieter openings because we've had people have like strong premieres but not necessarily be the main characters. I also just for I, maybe it's just my like under the radar woman got it like <laughs> goddess radar i yeah. also felt really good about gem like we were really yeah. like, reminded of like we really got a feel who she was 
it wasn't we like i i don't know i need to see more but she was someone yeah. I was like, oh interesting like the special she got and what we saw but that could just be being like a woman something <laughs> is interesting because it's like she gets the final confessional before the intro or whatever and you're kind of mm. like you're like you you in my mind i'm like would they do the same thing that they did with d last season and it, you true. think about it and it's like they would. They, they did would. the match, they did match like, chat you know, for like five seasons in a row, and like it could. There are patterns like that that they w- are very willing to just like do the same thing again. Um, mm-hmm. I do think it's like I feel like we got very little personal stuff from her, um, mm-hmm. so it's a yeah. strange thing. And then the Maria, I do, I did really like Maria's premiere. I think there are things I could nitpick, just like very specific word choices and like phrases they chose to include, like where she's like, "I don't want to be anyone's mom," but then like a moment later, she makes a. Uh, joke about like driving the suv or whatever and i'm kind of like is that them being like well she still is or something like that um and i think it just takes a lot more to nobody jumped out to me is basically what i'm trying to say Mm. is like this person was amazing or like whatever like normal i feel like they i feel like they did a good job this premiere of like really spreading it out um the only person who i feel like i know almost nothing about is randon yeah Uh, he just like accused of venus of being parvati um venus good premiere also like feel like she got like she was seen but like i feel like she had really good stuff i guess i'm just kind of hemming and hawing saying nobody basically (laughs) nobody's i hope venus Venus gets a more interesting story than they hate me because i'm pretty because it was like i guess that's what happening (laughs) no yeah we can everyone on this uh call can relate like Mm -hmm. it's hard but like I, I just hope her story, especially if she it ends up being a major character of the season, is more than that. Because, like, I I didn't dislike her, but I was just kind of like, this is going to be boring if the whole season, yeah. if, her, if oh, her whole storyline is about people thinking she's pretty and popular and then her having... Just because it's like, yes, that is, it can be a detriment in the game. <laughs> it's just like, as far as stories go, like, it's not that interesting. So I hope... That's something against me is just, I hope that the editors give her more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um... <laughs> The fan reaction to Venus was really making me laugh this week because people are like, uh, she's like getting revenge for Molly and uh, <laughs> Renan and all of these girls. And it's like, but the people you're wrestling went home in episode two. Like, at least wait until episode three to make sure. Like, yeah, she could very easily be the Justine Brennan. She saw a spider. And got to afraid. And she was, she like, was like, oh my God, like she was afraid. <laughs> Unacceptable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, the gym stuff I feel good about. Also, Tiffany. I feel like we, obviously, the idol stuff mm-hmm. helped, but I think mm-hmm. they also showed her making a lot of really good bonds. I feel great about Tiffany. Maybe mm-hmm. that's just because I think she just seems like a cool person um, mm-hmm. and an artist. So as a fellow art kid, you know, I can relate to her. Um, yeah, so what we're saying is we feel amazing about the women. The men are also there. <laughs> yeah, they're existing. But. <laughs> Allegedly. And I, you know, as the resident, still only remaining Tim fan on the podcast, I will say he had a good premiere as well. Uh, you know, we were shown an alliance forming, and then we sh- were shown him instantly knowing that alliance had formed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I so think Tim, he's yes. amazing, and I love him. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I feel that it's like, it's not his fault he has this, like, the thing to come up against. I don't know, he still seems so fun. I just, his voice... I love how monotone it is. It's so soothing to me. <laughs> we didn't even it, talk about his bow. Yeah, the, his uh, little like the, the buff. That oh was cute. yeah, very cute. Um, and we did what? Oh my god, 
there was something else that we didn't talk about that made me laugh. It doesn't matter. Um, <laughs> was it Liz saying that her ex-husband was tall and she wanted to climb him like a tree? That was a lot. It's like Jeff's all about like appealing to children. Like what? That's not child friendly, right? <laughs> it's like, yes. excuse me, Jeff. That's not appropriate. Um, but good for her. I get it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Like you said, Sam, this is kind of hard, especially new era, to really latch on too much and i um i just feel like especially usually in a premiere there's a lot of people who you come out of the episode being like Mm -hmm. well they can't win and even though because jeff was like there are people here who can't win but after watching it even the people who would normally be like big characters making mistakes or whatever like a ben or anyone Mm -hmm. just like everybody came out of the episode being like ben's great like i want to work with ben and so we really don't even have like the X's to put over people other than probably like Jess and maybe Mo. I would say um, Banu is, is, I feel like Banu is like a character that they would want to like, I'm sort of like, he didn't mention his husband at all. Yeah, I, you're right. That was kind of weird. Like they mentioned his like growing up in India, but I was shocked. Like I, I like whenever I'm like, yeah, Banu's gay to like uh, people who are watching, they're like, what? Like, yeah. like usually they, I didn't know that. that. Oh, see, yeah, he's a I feel like if he's Bonnie a was winning, they would like talk about like he because he like I, he said I think preseason stuff. He's like my husband's a big super fan, and I I applied and I got on. Um, and so it's like it's weird that they didn't talk about that, but maybe they will. Yeah, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, because it's like we want the gays. We want to hear. We want to yes. know. <laughs> we want it to be visible. <laughs> exactly. Like so, I that was concerning to me that they didn't talk much about that. Um, so we'll see where that goes. But yeah, I feel like I'm good. I feel good about my preseason winner pick of Jim after this episode. Feel good about Tiff. Feel good about Maria. Yeah. That's I'm me. excited that's for more. Cool. Carla, yeah. thanks so much for being here. Thank yeah, you for having me. Yes. But always, always glad if you're ever like itching to talk to Survivor, we're always here. Um, or other things. Listen, keep me. <laughs> Uh, on your minds if anything big happens like if there's any drama that pops off like I am <laughs> absolutely <girl>. yes <laughs> I want to talk about it <laughs> never beating the chismosa allegations yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am Mexican it lives in me <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll be more than happy if anyone ever fights you're coming on <laughs> but yeah this was seriously so much fun Um, I Yes, this is a, a great episode of television, but also of this podcast, I must say. Great job, everyone. <laughs> I appreciate y'all. Yes, we'll see you all next week for more Survivor 46. Another two-hour episode. Holy yes. moly. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Lock in, divas. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>